Rails and Mysteries is an actual play podcast set in the Missouri Ozarks. To learn more about the Monster of the Week gaming system we use, check out genericgames.co.nz. To learn more about our podcast, go to FletcherJGibson.com and follow the link for Rails and Mysteries. Last time on Rails and Mysteries. Gwyneth went house hunting. Agent Erickson brought Lackler back to Rails End, improved on the water cannon, and then met a bird. Avis was in Jacobs, haunted by Vance's grandfather's ghost. And meanwhile, Aaron found some comfort over lunch with Agnes. I, I think that it works out really well that you all are staying down in Jacobs um, because I was going to move this next one into the future a little bit but I think it's probably taken a while because Gwyneth you're still working on acquiring a house right yeah and everyone else is essentially homeless or having to sleep in frig and I think Lackler has now left to return to headquarters or whatever it is she works out of. And I'm probably sweeping my van and my phone and kind of everything and making sure nothing was bugged or nothing was placed. I want to make sure that everything is kosher. Okay. Um, you do not find anything, but what's peculiar is you don't find anything, including in your phone. I don't like that. <laughs> so you're not sure what's up with one. that. I don't like this woman. But the good news is, as all this is happening, that Vance and Earl take the Rails End reputation. So you get a daily newspaper delivered all the way out in Jacob's. And one fine morning in April, there's a big front page headline that goes all the way across. And the headline reads, Vase Thieves Pillage Rails End. What? 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 Who specifically steals vases? Exactly. The, uh, the article reads, I'm not going to read the entire article because I've not written the entire article, but the um, article begins, a peculiar series of daring nighttime burglaries were reported throughout Rails End yesterday. All over town, vases were stolen from homes and businesses alike, all without any sign of break-ins. Everywhere a vase was taken, an old coin, or in some cases, an antique button, was left in what appears to be a compensation for the stolen item. The crime was most notable at Railhawk Flowers, which lost 23 vases of various types, shapes, and sizes, but in compensation received 11 pristine but seemingly genuine buffalo nickels, two silver dollars minted in the 1920s, and 10 apparently antique brass buttons of various sizes. Jeb Petal Francis, owner of Railhawk Flowers, said that while he was initially angry over losing the vases, quote, once I saw what them nickels is worth, I was okay with having to buy more vases. 
If whoever it is that took my vases want to take anything else I got, just help yourself and leave me some more of them buffalo nickels and we'll call it square. <laughs> Beyond the flower shop, at least three dozen homes and numerous businesses reported having vases replaced with antique coins and buttons. The Rails and Police Department has declined to comment on the break-ins. We will update this story as the investigation continues. So that seems supernatural, doesn't it? I say gesturing to the paper. Yeah. Well, it's got old stuff in it again. So it's got some sort of equivalent exchange thing going on. It sounds like a very strange way of purchasing a whole lot of vases. It's a weird yeah. klepto thing. I think if they've got a moral code, it's someone else's problem. <laughs> I mean, I don't well... disagree entirely, but you know what? I'm not working for anybody, and I'm curious. I'm just saying last time we didn't mess with it, and then more showed up, and the town was almost overrun. Also that. Also that. We should not And burned down. Don't forget burned down. Uh-huh. Can we at least go check uh, out the As you say that, off? Gwyneth, Earl says, speaking of burned down, how's your house hunt coming along, Gwyneth? You know, I'm trying to finagle a, a mortgage so I can buy old Lawson's place. No, oh, well, that's just up the road there. Well, that'd be a good base of operations for you lot. Not that it, you ain't welcome here. You've been it's very just kind. We tend to, to attract some danger, and yeah. we don't want to bring that upon you. Like staying here Again. is lovely, but it's yeah. But you've had enough danger because of us. We've had plenty of danger. Yes. <laughs> I've had enough danger because of us, and that hasn't stopped you. <laughs> You're part of us. Not by choice. Doesn't matter. Well, I'm trying to keep you out of jail. I or could... consumed by a demon? Yeah. Look, Aaron, it's not personal. I'm just gotta do the contract stuff. Hmm. <laughs> what he said. Hmm. As you're doing all of this, Vance is reading the article and he says, Huh, boy, sure is a pity about poor Petal having to deal with all that, but... He always seems to land on his feet. Really? Does he often have strange things like this happen to him? Well, Petal is what you'd call a free spirit. He tends to make peculiar things happen to himself, and, well, he's pretty good at it. Oh, right. That sounds interesting. Come on, can't we investigate those guys, even if it is, you know, giving people money? I agree with Avis. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm suddenly much less interested in investigating this. I'm sorry, but like with our track record, just because it seems benign right now doesn't mean it's not going to be some horrible catastrophe in a bit. Sure, sure. Let's go with that. I just want to see what spooky things are leaving money. <laughs> so how do you want to proceed here, crew? Well, there's... All aboard Frig? Yeah, all aboard Frig, obviously. Um, so there's the guy Petal, right? And there's the flower mm -hmm. shop where things were actually stolen, right? And Petal owns the flower shop. That's what I thought. So if we head there, we could talk to him and also investigate the place. Okay. Sounds good. I, I, that's an easy drive. Um, just up into Rails End and, and, uh, the Railhawk flower shop is, uh, right downtown there. So... You're able to pull in, and pedals open for business, but there's a big sign on his window that says, No vases available. 
I just realized you named your flower peddler petal. Exactly. <laughs> it's a theme. Very thematic. I suspect he may be involved. Just because of his name. It's not a very good lead, but... Well, we'll find out. Uh-huh. Oh. So you're outside Railhawk Flowers. You just parked old Frigg on the street. Well, yeah. What do you do? I mean, right. I think we should just walk in. It's a flower shop, right? Like, we can go look at flowers. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, the uh, door has one of those little chimes on it, and a uh, fella is standing sort of behind a, uh, a counter, and he is about the age of Vance and Earl. He has on sandals and shorts and a beat-up-looking T-shirt. He's got long hair and a long beard. And he says, Well, hey, y'all, if you're looking for flowers, I've got them. Um, I think I've seen y'all in the newspaper, ain't I? Yeah, we're kind of famous around there. Winks. What he said. Mmm. Well, you looking for any flowers? I've got some I'd cut you a pretty good deal on. Um, I'm interested. What flowers would be appropriate to lay at the burned-out skeleton of a beloved house? Well, can't say as I've ever fulfilled that kind of request before. Um, maybe lilies? They's hopeful. What kind of lilies do you have? I've got a whole mess of them. I got some Easter lilies left over. Those seem good. Would you like a bunch of them? Yeah. I'd sell you two dozen for ten dollars. Yeah, I'll give him ten dollars. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have a big bouquet. Okay. While while they're having this conversation, I'm looking around and trying okay. to see where vases may have been stolen because I'm assuming there were at one point vases in the shop and they're not anymore. And I want to look around and see if I can find evidence of what happened to them. Sure. Um, just from looking around before you roll to investigate a mystery, I can tell you that there's a layer of dust on most of the shop. Okay. And so you can see squares and circles and other shapes in the dust where vases had apparently sat. Okay. So roll to investigate a mystery and let's see what else you find. Oh, that's a decent roll. Um, let's see. What do I add here? Investigate a mystery. That's going to be a total of ten. So, full success. Okay. And that's hold two, I think, for investigating a mystery, right? Correct. All right. Um, and I will remind you, I can now see spirits. So, if there's anything magical um, or, uh, like, spiritual, I can talk to spirits and see magical influences. Okay. Um, okay. I think the obvious one here is what happened here. We're trying to figure out what happened to these bases. That would be the obvious Sure. And so, you're looking around the flower shop and you can see distinct outlines where the vases used to be sitting but that's all you can see the dust is otherwise undisturbed even in places where there's dust on the floor because petal doesn't keep a particularly clean establishment um, there's no footprints there's no tracks there's no sign of disturbance, so it seems like something either teleported the vases out or somehow managed to 
magically lift them. V- very delicately. This was a very exact operation. Correct. Okay. Um, I don't think I have enough information here to ask what sort of creature is it or anything like that. Um, I think I'm going to go with a general one and sort of go for broke, I guess, and say mm-hmm. what is being concealed here. Okay, I, I think that is a very good question. And on a certain level, there's really nothing being concealed in this flower shop. Um, you poke around and there's nothing dodgy about Petal's establishment. He seems to be genuinely shocked. In fact, he's telling uh, quite a story to Gwyneth as he's putting together those lilies about how it's just the damnedest things these vases were stolen. Um, He's very open about it, and he, in fact, says he hopes that the um, uh, press coverage that he's getting from the the theft of his vases is going to drive business because he's lost a good customer recently, Um, and that, you know, he's, you know, needing to make up the difference. Somebody ask him about that. If you don't... If you don't mind me asking, who's going to do it? It's okay. Uh, which customer did you lose recently? If I may be so bold. Well, I, it's not so much that I lost one as she just hasn't made her regular orders this week. So I don't know what to make of that. And you will need to roll to manipulate someone to get more of that than that out of him. Eleven. Who? So, with a plus zero. <laughs> so he'll he'll do it then. Um, he says, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be talking out of school or nothing. I, I just I, I just don't want, you know, folks to think that, you know, their local neighborhood florist will be spilling things about them because, you know, I hear confidences, right? Like people say it with flowers and they don't need me repeating it. Um but Dorothy Darling had always ordered a lot of flowers from here. Every week she'd call in a big order that would be different every time. And, I mean, of course, she always started ordering a little bit less as spring came on and there was a lot of flowers growing wild and such. But, um, but yeah, she didn't order this week. I don't know what's up with that. Interesting. Um, well, that's quite upsetting. Uh do you know why she would order so many flowers? Well, I reckon she just loved flowers. She always ordered a passel of them every winter when they weren't growing out wild. You know, she really loved, she talked about the the, the rambling beauty of the Ozarks and stuff. She really loved um, the flowers that grow wild and natural, you know. And, of course, she had a mighty impressive garden and uh, of her own flowers and such. But um, at least I hear tell, I never really met the woman hardly even. Uh, she was kind of a recluse there at the end, and by the end, I mean the last 40 years or so. Of course. Um, on other note, do you have any yellow chrysanthemums? Um, yes, I, I, I do. I've got some yellow chrysanthemums. Um, this is the keeper speaking, not petal. I have no earthly idea what a chrysanthemum costs. Um, are you looking for a bouquet of chrysanthemums? Uh, yeah. Well, let's say you can get a big old bouquet of chrysanthemums for $5. Okay. Well, here you go. Here you go. Here's you some yellow chrysanthemums. Um, That'll be $5, and I surely do appreciate your business, sir. 
thank you. I'll make my van smell a little bit nicer. <laughs> you just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta get that lacquer smell out. So oddly specific for just making your van smell. <laughs> it's his favorite flower. Hmm. Okay. You gotta have a character's favorite flower. Do you not have that written on your character sheet? <laughs> <laughs> no, yet. not yet, but now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay. So, what are you guys wanting to do now that you've been to the flower shop? I'm gonna go put the my bunch of white lilies on the burned ashes of my house. <laughs> Gwyneth, I really admire your devotion to advancing the narrative here. <laughs> You're always so great about that. This is this is really great. Um, so what I'll I'll tell I'm, you. I'm gonna happens. go look up Dorothy. Well, where are you gonna look up Dorothy? Well, I know where the papers are in the um, local library. I don't really want to go there because Doris, but um, I will go anyway because we need to figure out who this person is and if she's been a recluse the past forty years, maybe I can find something about her from before then or something like that. I don't know. Okay, well, I I guess we have Gwyneth heading to the remains of her old house. <laughs> and we've got Avis going to the library. Um, Aaron and Agent Erickson, what are you all doing here? Do you want to get a coffee? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> as long as you're paying. I spent most of my on Agnes's meal. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Maybe we can find out more about this reclusive person from yeah, the diner. No, no, you've given Alan away awesome. not to get involved in the main adventure. He's all in. <laughs> We're all waiting on Avis. Uh, so, fine, I'll go do the work. I, I guess we obviously should start off with the coffee. Uh-huh, that's the obvious so, one to go with, definitely. Go for it, it. It obviously is, so... Um, Agent Erickson and Aaron Aronson, I, I think you went over to the Hungry Hills Cafe, and they have they have coffee this fine morning. It's getting to be late in the morning, and so they're serving lunch, but they also are still serving breakfast. And uh, um, you know they bring you out a big cup of coffee apiece, and you're able to settle. And are you going to you know buy anything? You're going to get some food or anything while you're there? Or are you just drinking coffee? I'm going to get uh, two to-go coffees as well, and I want to ask our server, um, you heard about the, uh, all the robberies of the vases in town, right? Oh, I did. Um, she's a, a younger woman. Um, she has a name tag on her that says Rose, and she says... Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I did hear about it, and in fact, she gestures to the table and she says, they took every single one of the vases we would put on some of the tables here. They are all gone. So you got those coins left behind as well, then? Well, yeah, we, we did. I, you know, I'm not the one who, uh, who runs the joint here, but there were a lot of old coins, and, well, she pulls out a, uh, out of her apron... Out of one of the pockets, she pulls out an old brass button, and she says, all the waitresses, we got give one of these here brass buttons that they left. They kind of look like a coin if you squint at it. Can I see it? Uh, I'll give it back, of course. Oh, absolutely. Here you go, sweetie. Can I look at it, like, 
Yeah. I know it's a button, but like, does it have any symbols or anything like that on it? Any um, dating? It is very plain. Um, I don't know if it's traditional for a button to have had a date stamped into it when they were cast. But I think if you roll investigate a mystery, you can get some ideas to the time frame of the button, maybe. And you thought I just wanted to get coffee. <laughs> um, investigate a mystery is Plus a 10. Charm. Okay. So... What, can it hurt? No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of a what happened here. Yeah, so like, what happened what? here, you're looking at it, and it's just striking how this button, these old-fashioned buttons, really look a lot like old coins. And it's a trope that you know you've seen in, like, really old shows or movie shorts that kids and children and others who wouldn't know better would sometimes confuse loose buttons with coins. Um, in fact, that's sort of a famous thing in the Little Rascals that they try to buy candy with buttons and stuff like that. And so it looks like this button's about the time frame where that was a common trope. Well, uh, thank you. Um, it's very interesting. You have another I'll question if you want to ask it. Um, uh, what sort of creature is it? Is it secretly a monster? I, <laughs> the button? Um, it's a button crab. Maybe like a them. where did it go? Like, does <laughs> does this button have like a... Do I know regional buttons? <laughs> well, and I, I, I... You know, I'm willing to believe if you tell me that John Erickson is a button enthusiast. Like, that's cool and all. But... I don't think so. <laughs> But I, I think that um, what Rose, your waitress, does say is you hand it back to her. She says, you know, this button ain't exactly valuable, but it ain't exactly common either. Um, you know, there's some folks collect things like that, like this around here. And I, I don't know who this one come from exactly, but it would have to be somebody who was into old things. Yeah. I was actually going to say something similar here. I've got a friend who collects buttons. I was wondering... It's a very obscure contact back in England, but this sort of thing is possibly exactly the sort of thing he was wondering. And I was wondering if you'd be interested to the idea of possibly selling the button to me or giving me a chance to take some photos of it and appraise it or something. <laughs> it could be worth more than you know. And obviously an honest gentleman like me would be entirely above board with dealings and only want to bring you in touch with someone who might be interested. It's entirely up to you what you do. Roll to manipulate someone. That's an 11. Okay. So what she does is she hands you the button and she says, I'll trade it to you for a shiny quarter and the promise you let me know how uh, how it goes with your friend and what you learn about it. Nice. John, give her a quarter, would you? <laughs> I go into my wallet and like, dig through the change and give her uh, a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are now the proud owners of an antique brass button. <laughs> uh, 
before you go, would you happen to know a woman by the name of Dorothy Darling? Hmm. She furrows her brow a little bit, and she says, Darling, oh boy. There was some old Darling place that is around here somewhere. Um, It's been a long time. There's not any Darlings around anymore that I know of. Um, Seems like there were some Darlings moved into the area back, oh, 50, 60 years ago, my grandma told me about all the gossip and stuff at the time that it was some big to do it was a rich family but I can't say as I know where they are or if any of them's left well that's okay alright shall we skip to Avis then sure Avis you're in the library yeah and Doris is so happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Avis, dear, you have got to come to our meeting. We want to give you an award. You did such a good job straightening out those ley lines. <laughs> but I've been a little disturbed recently. All that commotion at the banks and that on that train, mm-hmm. I think the ley lines are getting a little cattywampus again. Yes, I think that's exactly what's going on. I'm, I'm working on it. Um... I, I've been very busy. You understand that that's part of why I've been uh, unable to accept this uh, award. Hmm. Well, I appreciate you've got work and obligations and all, but but we do like to see you. We we learned so much from you, darling. I, I'll, it's still Wednesdays, right? Um, I, I'll I'll try to find time. Um, yep, sure is. Okay, sure is. Um, well, I have uh, some, some research to do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to catch up at the next meeting. Well, what kind of research you need to do, dear? Um, do you happen to know of somebody by the name of Dorothy Darling? Oh, Dorothy Darling. Well, Dorothy would have been a few years older than me. Um, and, of course, she was the youngest of, of her family. I, I mean... Her parents, they, they bought that big old place that that's out east of town here. And, well, I don't know. I I ain't heard nothing about the Darlins for a long time, but I reckon Dorothy's, maybe, I guess she still lives out there. Um, could you give me the, the exact location of that? I, I've heard she, well, from somebody, that she hasn't ordered her usual floral arrangements and there's some concern about her. Well, I didn't know that that uh, Dottie was still around ordering floral arrangements or anything like that. I don't know exactly where uh, where their place was. It was in the back roads, twisted and a turning out east of town there. They gave it some peculiar name. Um, I think it was Dottie's doing that she's the one that named the place, but um, it was, oh, it was like a fight. Something like that. Like a fight? Only she spelled it different. Oh, you know, what is the word for when you're having a fight? It's like Irish or Scottish or something like that. You you know, you get your dunder up and you're you're having a ballyhoo or no, that's not it. I, I can't remember the name of it. It was some peculiar name, like a stream or something like that, only you're fighting. It's on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Brawl. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Like a fight. All right. 
It'll come to me. It'll come to me. I know it. All right. Well, if you think of it, I I'm going to be um, looking through some of the old newspapers. So if, if you think of it, let me know. Okay. I, I, I sure will, child. I sure will. Okay. <laughs> so you, Avis, will need to roll to investigate a mystery. Okay. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Is what you're trying to do here. Yeah, it's another sort of investigate a mystery, though. I mean, I'm investigating a person, so, and I'm not doing it well. Um, that is a four. I find nothing. <laughs> She's truly a recluse. There is nothing to be found, apparently. Yeah, um, you know, you're going through the old papers, and there's a lot of them, and they're not necessarily well organized. Um, but you find no sign of darlings or anything else, and, and you don't find any reference to a place with a peculiar name that's sort of like a fight okay well i tried um i i'm going to sort of try to sneak my way out of the library without crossing doris's path again and head toward the coffee shop i guess Okay, and as you're doing that, Doris says, and this is entirely because you failed your investigative mystery uh -huh, role. Yeah. Um, shall I tell everyone you'll be around on Wednesday night, dear? Yes, that'd be great, Doris. Thank you. Oh, good. We're looking forward to it. So we've got a certificate made suitable for framing and everything. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, so, Gwyneth, then. You are yes. laying flowers at the remains of your old house. Yes. Which was just a rental, but it's, I, I think it's only a block or two away from uh, the Railhawk flowers. Mm hmm So, I mean, I think you were able to walk there even. Yeah. And you're laying your flowers down, and you get a feeling you're being watched. Okay, I'm not going to turn around immediately. I'm just going to sort of casually look over the remains of my house. Like, do I see anything? So you don't see anything as you're looking across the remains of your house, but you've got prickles on the back of your neck like something's looking at you. Okay, I'm going to surreptitiously try to look around as I walk away. Um... Okay, I mean, you, you can do that. Um, as you're sort of being sneaky and trying to look around, you almost trip over a little girl who's standing about three feet behind you just <laughs> staring at you. I'm like, oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, hi there. What are you looking at? Was this your house? It was my house, yes. So are you going to build it back? Possibly. I can help you, you know. How would you help me? I'm pretty good at hammering nails, my daddy says. Really? Yes, yes. Do, do he lets me hammer nails sometimes. He's a carpenter. Really? Where does he work? He's got his own company. He carpenters. Do you know its name? Seems like it's a lot of hammering nails. It is. I've, I've heard it's also a lot of big saws. Yeah, um, my daddy name, his name is Al. Al Brooks. Al Brooks. Is there an actual person named Al Brooks? That sounds like an actual name, but I don't know. I can Google. Uh, there's yes, a there's technical an analyst contributor to Future magazines. Oh, well, that's that's fine. Hello there, technical 
analyst contributor, but um, good. I was afraid I'd accidentally name this poor girl's father after uh, someone famous just because the name rang a bell. But so, yep, yeah, she goes on. My daddy's Al Brooks, and he, he carpenters. It's a lot of hammer and nails into boards as best as I can tell, but he says I'm good at it. Well, are you going to f- follow him into carpentry? I may. I may. It depends. What do you do? You know, I try to help people. That's good. Helping people is good. That's what my mommy always says. It is. I, I'm a helper. Yeah, you help your dad with hammering the nails. I help with other things, too. Like what? Well, I help them little angel babies out. Angel babies? Yep, angel babies. You'll need to roll to investigate a mystery or manipulate someone, depending upon how you want to approach this. Manipulate this child. (laughs) Gwyneth, while evil, is not that evil. So Gwyneth is going to investigate a mystery. Okay. going to be a seven plus sharp which is an eight (laughs) so what's that hold one it's hold one what creature is it is a good question to ask here what are these angel babies oh oh she says um they're just the cutest sweetest little things they they look like little babies but they they, they're angels too because they got these itty bitty wings on their backs yes and they got the cutest hair there's one tuft of it shoots up straight from the top of their head and then they got another tuft on either ear kind of covers them up a little bit there Mm -hmm. um they're just the cutest things and their eyebrows are just like little dots and they're kind of pat fat and roly-poly and they don't wear no clothes oh they just fly around and they help people how how big are they Oh, she holds a hand out and waves it around, and it's very hard for you to tell how big they are. Okay. It's smaller than her. Which could still be quite big. Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how often but, do you see them? Oh, I just saw them the other night whenever, whenever I sold them my mama's vase. You sold them your mom's vase? And she pulls out a pristine silver dollar that has the date 1923 stamped on it and says they gave me this for my mama's vase mama she's kind of unhappy she's mad somebody stole her vase so she called the police about it but Mm -hmm. but i think it's okay they were nice little angel babies i mean they did give you that nice that nice coin exactly they bought it and you know they paid for it fair and square so it's theirs now i mean that's true they did pay for it. Um, do they often try to buy things off of you? She shrugs, says, this is the first time, lady. You know, you've given me a lot to think about here. Um, do, are your parents close by? I don't want to just leave you here. We live just over there, she points sort of around the block and says, my mama don't know I'm gone. Well, you should probably get back then. You want to come with me? You can meet my mama. Sure, I will escort the child home. 
<laughs> and as you're escorting the child home, you're, you're coming up um, to a, a nice house, a modest but, but very um, well-maintained house, and you hear a voice hollering out, Ivy, Ivy, where'd you get to, girl? Uh, I'll say, um, excuse me, I, I think I, I found Ivy. And the little girl pipes up and she says, hi, Mama, this here's my new friend. Then she looks up at you and she says, hey, friend, what's your name? <laughs> my name's Gwyneth. Hi, Mama, this here's Gwyneth. She's my new friend. I'm going to help her. Okay. Um, my, I used to live in this area. My house is the one that burned. I was just. And it, as you're saying this, a woman is emerging from the screen door mm-hmm. and she's very tall. And as you say, my house is the one that just I burned. She says, oh, dear Lord. And she kind of reaches inside and she pulls a cross off the wall and is holding it towards you. And she says, you leave my little girl alone. Okay. She just was standing behind me and I was I thought I should bring her back. Ivy, get on in here. Get on in here, Ivy. And Ivy's saying to her mama as her mom's pulling her in. But she's a nice lady, Mama. She's gonna help those little angel babies I was telling you about. I just know it. I need to help her too, Mama. I need to help the angel babies. <laughs> so I thought the girl was about to pickpocket Gwyneth the whole time. I thought Gwyneth's, all your stuff is uh-huh. gone. <laughs> well, I mean, Gwyneth can check her stuff, and if she does, she will discover that it's all still there. Okay. No pickpocketing. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, um, anything else you want to do before we call this session one? guess we could round everyone up, give them their coffee. All right. right. Meet up, yeah. yeah. Together. Exchange notes. So, Erickson, you pull up. I, I think that, well, did you have a designated meeting spot? No, but I was going to drive near uh, the house to pick up Gwyneth first, and then probably after that go to the library, since I know where Avis is. So you drive by the house, and Gwyneth is not there. Start slowly driving around the neighborhood. Yeah, I think you find her eventually standing out sort of forlorn outside of Ivy's house. Hello. Hello. I just had a cross brandished at me for returning a wandering child. What? 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 Although, I... Oh, okay. The child <laughs> yeah. lost, like, a... Last night, the child, Ivy seemed to make a deal with what she calls angel babies, where she exchanged her mother's face for a coin. (laughs) Okay. So I think we may want to investigate what these angel babies actually are. I think that's a good plan. Um, In the meantime, I brought coffee. Oh, thank you. Just (laughs) what I needed this morning. (laughs) Also, we got a button. Oh, also that. We got a button. Sounds like we have a few weeks. I think about now you're rolling up to the library to get Avis. Hello. Hello. I hope you had more success than I did. I mean, I got minor amounts of information. 
And you got, you got an button. angel baby child, and we got a button, so it's all going good. Okay, yeah. Oh, I got the vague impression that their house, that the Darling's house or land or whatever, has a odd name that sounds something like a fight. I'm not sure what that means. Who would have... <laughs> Who would have thought the one who went to the library to research would come away with the least information? <laughs> Indeed, dice are fickle. I clearly need caffeine. <laughs> I take the coffee. That's what you get for being a bloody nerd. Nerd. <laughs> if I was a better nerd, I would have gotten more information. Nerd.